I done watched the niggas do interview after interview. They not culture vultures. The culture something they been into. So if you never gave them a view, I recommend you do. Cause when they question guests, they message is not subliminal. It don't matter if you a rookie or at your pinnacle. They gon' touch on stuff that you did and what you finna do. It's uncensored too. Yo, they never had a goofy show. But I saw some balls on they show acting goofy though. Well, if you think they L stupid though, you would get exposed like the hoes on OnlyFans letting Coochie show. They introduced the show when I sent this to Sam Axe. Oh God, that nigga said, oh God, you the man, Cass. I spit white like a clan mask. And I'm a hustler. I could stand out on the beach and sell sandbags. Some things can last, but this ain't just a podcast. This is Sam Ant and Oh God, Cass. Hip hop uncensored is the vibe, so subscribe. Hip hop uncensored is the vibe, so subscribe. Oh God, driving Sam and riding passenger side, and you heard it out the mouth of the greatest rapper alive. Hip hop uncensored is the vibe, so subscribe. Hip hop uncensored is the vibe, so subscribe. Oh God, driving Sam and riding passenger side, and you heard it out the mouth of the greatest rapper alive. Go gang. Welcome to another episode of the Hip Hop Uncensored Podcast. I'm your brother, Old Guy, from Hip Hop News Uncensored. And sitting across from me is my co host. What up, what up, y'all? It's your man, Sam Ant. Viral Hip Hop News. What's good with y'all out here on this Wednesday evening, Thursday morning, whenever you're listening to this podcast? Yeah. You're in the building for the baddest goddamn podcast out here, the Hip Hop Uncensored Podcast. Oh, God, what's good, my brother? Man, excited to be in the building yeah, today, man. man, on this episode i don't even know of the hip-hop on Central podcast but nevertheless man we're here today not an interview today but we're going to do our weekly news show where we cover all the top news that popped off in hip-hop this week and let me tell you it's a lot going on it's going to get crazy in here in just a few minutes but buckle your seat belts man before we even get into the content man i just want to give the listeners all the listeners that rock out with us no matter what platform whether it be the audio platform or if you've seen us on youtube man we definitely appreciate you guys from the bottom of our heart you keep this thing going and we just want to say I thank you. That's all, man. Indeed, man. I want to give a special shout-out to our brother, uh, Josh Baez, man. A long childhood friend. He hit me up on Facebook and was telling me or asking me a question about our Money B interview when he was talking about Jay-Z. And he was talking about what um, what was that term he was looking for. He was like, was it stunting? When you said flossing, I don't know if you remember that oh, conversation. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was just getting into it like, yo, man, I'm a listener. I love listening to y'all show. Right. Y'all got dope content, man. So we appreciate the hell out of stuff like that, man. He's not been the only one of anybody who's shown support. So we appreciate all the love. Y'all keep sharing the content. Keep doing what y'all doing and rocking with the podcast, the platform, and we will deliver like no other, man. What we got today for him, Big Dog? Uh, man, we got a lot today, man. A couple rappers, man, are looking at some serious, serious Fed time. Yesterday, the story came out. The FBI of New York pretty much put out that they were looking for rapper Casanova two times, as well as about 17 other alleged members of the Gorillaz uh, Stone Nation gang. And, um, you know, they got a warrant out for them. They're looking for them. Um, there's been no updates on that, but we'll get to that in a minute. Also, we're going to talk about 
G Herbo, another rapper, okay. you know, who the feds, uh, they want to talk to him about some alleged scamming going on. We have that story. Just a few moments for you guys. And Snoop, Diggy Dog, Snoop Dog, you know, I was making some big announcement. He's going to be actually launching a boxing league after, you know, he got, he was pretty much acclaimed this week for um, being such a great commentator at the Mike Tyson, uh, Roy Jones fight. So he's, piggybacking off that to start a boxing league. We'll give you the details of that. Fat Joe has released some information today that he was paid or was offered $10 million to fight 50 Cent back in a long time ago. So we'll talk about that. Also, Flex, Funkmaster Flex right. posted a picture of himself the other day or a video of himself getting liposuction. It has a lot of people talking, a lot of people clowning. We're going to get out to all that today, man. We got a full plate today so go ahead and get your spoon your knife your force your blunts your, your wheat whatever you want to do man get ready man because it's going to be a great show today man indeed man i, I want to give first off a special shout out to uh asap rocky because i don't know if you heard oh god and vic that asap rocky is believed to be dating rihanna my and nigga i couldn't help to but to remember <laughs> the time clap, clap, clap. i could have been with rihanna yeah i could have oh, been with rihanna man and I know a lot of people out there might be like, this nigga's bullshit. This <laughs> alien looking motherfucker for the niggas <laughs> saying the shit. He couldn't get with Rihanna, but the women love the features. And I could have got with Rihanna. I used to work in a nightclub back in the day. Oh, God, as you know, I used to do a lot of um, special security work for the celebrities that came through the building. Right. And one night, Rihanna came through. And she was doing a concert. And she right. came through the mix during the time the mix was open. And they told me I had the Rihanna detail. And I'm like, God damn, okay. It's time to work. I've been happy as hell. It's time to fucking work. <laughs> so I went in there and I was doing my job and she had an entourage with her and she was just coming off the show. She was blunted. She was feeling good. Right. Flirting, enjoying her time. The girls are flirting. They're looking at my tattoos. At that time, I'm about 245. So they're like, damn, <laughs> we've got this and got that. So I'm trying to stay professional. With this. I got a situation at home. I got a child. I got to be mom. It's not a good time, but I'm, right. it's fucking Rihanna. So getting to the club, she's vibing. She's showing the fans doing her thing. And bro, she started grinding on me. I don't know if you remember the dance boxes in the Man. mix, but I was leaning up against the dance box. Yeah. She was in the VIP section. She grabbed a drink. It's reggae was playing, and she started right. grinding on me. And I'm sitting here like, oh, shit. I would have fainted. I got fucking <laughs> Rihanna grinding on me. This is what got me back into music and all that, because at that time, right. I'm ready to go to Colorado and go to some security fucking camp and learn how to snipe and all this shit. That was where my life was at that time right. until Rihanna grinded on me. So when I saw that today with ASAP Rocky, I was like, God damn, it could have been me. My life's in a different direction, but shout out to ASAP. Yeah, man. Shout out to um, ASAP for doing this thing, Rihanna. She was actually trending, you know, the other day, you know, um, just a great woman, a great artist, and even a greater businesswoman. So shout out to uh, to her, definitely. Indeed, man. Salute. Let's start off with the uh, the G Herbo situation, man, okay. today. This just came out today that G Herbo is about to be charged by the FBI. Now, according to the Chicago Tribune. Herbo is named in a federal fraud case brought in by the state of Massachusetts, pretty much alleging that he, him, his music promoter, and other members of his crew used stolen identifications to charge more than $1 million worth of exotic services over a four-year period. Um, yeah, yeah. Now, so 14-count indictment, pretty much. Um, and they're saying that Herbo and his associates pretty much scammed trips private jets, limousine rides, exotic car rentals, and a vacation to a Jamaica villa. Um, crazy, 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 man. They got the feds on them, and um, we're going to have to see how this thing turns out. Um, 
right now we always got to say here everybody's presumed innocent yeah. first i'm not yeah. trying to say anything like that but once the feds are on you they on you don't look good what do you think about this man 1.5 million in fraud now we know white folk in jail for fraud in the irs the irs don't play like you said that's nothing more than another extension off of the fbi yes sir alphabet people you know what i'm saying so this ain't no game. This ain't something that you can go get a high-priced lawyer and fight. We see the Fed's um, percentage and win record when they got their people and they want their people. They usually get their people. Um, all is being alleged right now. Hopefully, he can um, find his way out of this and, and be presumed innocent in that situation. But we've seen recently, and we'll talk about it throughout this podcast, that the Feds aren't playing. In particular, they ain't playing in hip-hop. Mm-hmm. And they seem to, to develop information. And when they get the information, they get enough information to be able to prove without a shadow of doubt in the court of law that you are guilty. They bite. They bit G Herbo today. Now, is he currently in custody? Oh, God, do we know was where he's at or his whereabouts? No. Mm-hmm. Damn. All he knows, he got the indictment. I mean, eventually he will be. Yeah, man. Prayers out to G Herbo. Hopefully he can figure this out. But that is we've been hearing this a lot. You know, with the. The um the the SS the, the the loans and stuff they've been giving out for COVID oh, yeah, and the relief yeah. stuff. A lot of people have been finagging the system and doing little things. And I'm not comparing that to this situation, but we've seen this happen where people think they can get away with fraud and money with the IRS. And I would not suggest that being a career path for mm-hmm. anybody out there listening because that that you you gonna lose. Yeah, it was actually this rapper who um he was doing like an unemployment scam. I forget his name. And he actually had a song he made. He was pretty much like the show, like all the, uh, what he was doing was um, getting people's um, that had to file unemployment. He was like, somehow he got the information and he filed for, you know, hundreds of people and he got them their million dollars back. Damn. He had all these envelopes he was showing them off. But I think the moral, you know, of the story is that once the feds come in, you know that they got you. Hence, the um, 97, 96% conviction rate that they got mm-hmm. is because they spend time watching you. They spend time, you know, getting into your finances. They spend time putting informants and shit like that around you to make sure that when they bring the case, you either going to plead out or if you dare fight us, we are going to lynch you. We're going to give you 30, 40 years. So it's, it's a small percentage of people that could actually beat them boys when they come in. So that's why when you see it, you know, you're like, damn, it don't look good. But again, presume innocent um, until we see the facts and everything. But yeah. we all know what the feds mean. Yeah. Prayers out to G Herbo, man. Hopefully he can find his way through it and learn. Don't try to scam the feds. Yeah. Crazy, man. Definitely. But um, Sam, man, talk about the, um. you said Snoop Dogg got a boxing league that he's going to be um pretty much dropping yeah snoop dogg's uh fight league i guess is coming off the hills obviously people were talking about his great commentary on the tyson roy jones card um he was probably one of the highlights of the whole goddamn evening that wasn't very good boxing going on but listening to snoop dogg give commentary was damn funny now coming off the hills of that it says that um let me see where it says it says uh tmz sports reports that the self-made multimillionaire is launching his own professional boxing league alongside Triller co-owner Ryan Cavanaugh. Now, Triller was the hosted event of the boxing event mm-hmm. that we saw on pay-per-view. The uh, fight, it, it, uh, the boxing league, excuse me, is titled Fight Club. The league is already working on his first big event and plans to have Snoop provide his colorful fight commentary, wow. help book the fights, and gather musical acts. Now, um, it says this was the first event of the league that we have called Fight Club, Kavanaugh said during a video interview, it's a league owned by Proxima, 
which is parent company to Triller and Snoop. And this was the first of many events. This is going to be big. The whole idea is we want to change up the way boxing is done. Um, no, let me say this. First off, I'm, I'm ha- I, like I said, Snoop was one of the highlights of the show. The boxing wasn't. I was not a fan necessarily of the music in between. Not not that the artist and not that the, the music wasn't dope, mm-hmm. because in a music setting, it would be dope to listen to. But when I'm listening to boxing, I felt like those interludes, right. and they were fucking big interludes in my opinion, it drowned it away from the boxing. So when you mm-hmm. don't have solid boxing mixed with those interludes, mm-hmm. it just lags the show. And it was lagging the show, in my opinion. Now, when you got um, our man, Nate Robinson and Jake Paul, Jake Paul, like that? Yeah. that fight was probably the most entertaining fight, Okay, but it was a shit show. That fight man. wasn't good. Okay. Nate Robinson okay. obviously didn't know what he was doing. Salute to Nate Robinson for having the heart and the guts to go out in front of millions of people and even try the shit first off. Mm-hmm. Um, it seemed like Jake Paul had somewhat of some technical training, but he was sloppy too and getting smacked around. And I'm hearing that he's trying to fight McGregor. He would get absolutely annihilated oh, yeah. against man. McGregor or anybody with some type of real skill involved in this, because although he's a very entertaining act and gets great views on YouTube and for some reason was able to get on a real boxing card, which salutes to even being able to have the strength to do that. Uh, I, don't, I don't really see him as a serious boxer. The Roy Jones Tyson fight was really greatly hyped. I think that that shows mm-hmm. that legends never die because Tyson, obviously that allure still wanted people to come in there and see him, but that was 104 years of age in the ring and it showed yeah and i think you know what people are gonna have to do is differentiate the two like when you go to these events you know like this like the one they're probably going to be doing you're probably not going to get a hundred percent like a spence you know versus a garcia type thing you want to get you know the shit show thing it's like it's about it's not even more so about the fight at that point it should be it's more about you know all right this person ain't been in the ring this person's a youtube star Let's put him in a ring. Oh, remember, remember that thing called celebrity boxing match? Yeah, it's like it's yeah, like yeah. this that type of thing that you know. And I think it's good that you said because it's, constru- it's constructive criticism from a customer. But I think that people are going to be just you know, and that's what they're feeding off. People just wanting to see you know the gladiator thing going the head to head thing. But then you're going to have your people say like, I like that, but I want to see professional boxers. I think it's taken away from the sport. But um, yeah, I think it's you know you don't get to be somebody like Snoop Dogg. And be in this game for so long without, you know, knowing how to piggyback off of things. He took the fact that he was trending and everybody was talking about how great of a commentator he is to launch in a business. I think that's dope as hell. Now, if they marketed old guy, because you made a great point in that regard to where this is just strictly entertainment, we're going to get your favorite YouTubers. We're going to get people that typically wouldn't get in the ring and we're going to get them in the ring. Maybe some rappers out here beefing. We get them in the ring as opposed to going out here and throwing gun violence. And we promote that during the show. I think that's a phenomenal idea. But let me know what I'm watching. Don't promote it as serious, real boxing. You can really train for the event and take it seriously, yes, but Mm -hmm. you are not a real boxer. You are not one of these brothers out here laying on the line every day. Any one of these martial art, uh, MMA, UFC fighters out here laying on the line every day doing that for their profession. Let's separate the two. But if they market it the way you did, I think it's a fucking grand slam and a win. And if Snoop's commentating the joints... It, like was, I said, he, was, was he that funny. great at the joint though, Snoop? It was entertaining. It was entertaining. Okay, 
could he really do a boxing event? No, but for, right. for, for doing what you saw, he was basically saying everything you were thinking out loud. So it was funny. I got you. You know what I'm saying? It was damn entertaining, <laughs> man. Snoop did That's his thing. Up. Salute to Snoop. Oh, yeah, definitely, man. But yeah, man, Um, shout out to that. I didn't get a chance. I was trying to, you know, I think order it. And it was just like, it took you through a lot of, that's one thing I'd be, you know, critical of. I was trying to order off that service and it was just a lot of hoops you had to go through to order it. So, um, I wish I would have had a box like you. <laughs> I pay, hey, I pay 25 a month. So I, I pay something, <laughs> goddamn. I pay for the service. Yeah, man, definitely, definitely. <laughs> but um, what do you think about this though, man? Fat Joe said that he was offered $10 million to fight 50 Cent at the height of the beef. I joked about the shit. I said, I will fight anybody. For ten million dollars, anybody in the world. But um, what do you think about him saying that? You know, he was offered that, but uh, didn't do it. Um, it probably goes to what he ten. I don't see. I don't know what ten million dollars was hitting for during that time in Fat Joe's life. I know that, given what we're seeing out here on social media, and I know you can't always look at that and seem that as gospel. But I see the yachts and the views and shit. I don't think ten million is something that's hurting Joe right now. But um, at the time, maybe he saw for what it was. They just wanted to see blood. It was a real beef. It was some real situation going on. Yeah. And he didn't want to get involved in no hands and fisticuffs because it could have led to something even more serious at the time. Yeah. Uh, $10 million is a lot of goddamn money, though. Oh, God. I, I, I had to agree with you, brother. It was worth more back then. I mean, it was... Brother. <sighs> that's crazy. I'd have to agree with you. I think that um, if it, if it's set up right and marketed correctly, I think I'd sit in the ring with anybody for $10 million and go ahead and do my we thing. We think a woman between 50 and Joe at that time, they would have gotten a ring. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna give a uh I'm gonna say fifty. Fat Joe can fight though. I, I damn right he could, but that was during fifties age where he was in the lab throwing a fucking bench pressing. He was the fifty tattoo on his back. He was juicing and shit. Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> I don't I'm know his routine. Nah. But um yeah, I think he would have got him. But I don't know. I don't know if fifty got hands. It looked like it. He was, I heard he was like a boxer or some shit. Yeah, I think I, I, my, it looked like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I, I had to agree with you. I love Fat Joe. So but then what? you got the story of him pretty much begging Roy Jones, which is a boxer. It's different, but um, so it's 50 in that regard. So he probably knew it wasn't worth $10 million getting knocked the fuck out. I ain't getting my ass with for free either. <laughs> fuck that. <laughs> and I love Roy, Fat Joe. You know I love Fat Joe. Yeah, bro. man. Yeah. He on our board, but Roy Jones, yeah, I'm, I'm sitting down on Roy Jones too. I remember I told you that time with Pernell Whitaker. He thought I was fucking Zab Judas brother and was looking oh, at yeah, me crazy. Yeah. Rest in peace to Pernell Whitaker. I ain't want no smoke. Not for Show free. Show Fat Joe. Show him we got Fat Joe up there. So they don't, you can see that. You can see it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So, see, we got you on our wall, man. We fuck with you, Joe. All day, man. Definitely. Stop talking for a minute. Come on our podcast. Talk <laughs> shit. Definitely. Well, somebody who might, hopefully, won't be talking, Sam, man. Casanova two times, man. It came out last night. The FBI of New York mm. put out an indictment pretty much saying that 18 members of the Untouchable Gorilla Stone Nation have been charged with racketeering, murder, narcotics, and fraud offenses. Now, the FBI of New York put out um, Casanova's uh, mugshot last night. They're asking anybody to call them if they um, you know, know his whereabouts. Now, the indictment pretty much reads, as the indictment alleges, the violence and the drug activity committed by these gang members threaten the safety of our communities and place innocent lives at risk. Their unbashed criminal behavior and alleged, including the murder of a 15-year-old and even extended to defrauding programs meant for people suffering from economic hardships due to the pandemic. But thanks to the partnership and hard work of all law enforcement agencies, 
everyone involved in the investigation, um, we were able to stop this violent criminal organization and show that the Gorilla Stone Nation is actually not untouchable. Like once again, the FBI New York put this information out yesterday, and um, uh, and I seen it. I'm like, damn, Takashi got it, yeah. uh, Takashi, because he was running his mouth and they're looking into all these people. And yeah, what do you think about this though, Sam? Man? It's the first thing I thought. I seen it on on. Actually, I saw when um you dropped it on Hip Hop Uncensored. I wasn't even paying attention to any headlines, and I'm like, damn. Feds got him, and then they were starting to throw the football numbers out, and they were laying it out, and they were throwing the Rico out there. And it's just, you know, when you start hearing those kind of names and those kind of uh, terms, that it ain't good. And right now they got his mug shot out. He's at large. And it, it, it kind of it upsets me a little bit because although I don't know exactly and nobody knows, uh, although, I mean, nobody knows except the people that were involved what exactly happened or what went on. I know they're detailing it and highlighting it as a very, very disgusting and, and a heinous act and, and right. organization and things like that. So one can read that and automatically put judgment into it, but we don't know. Mm-hmm. So without passing judgment, it's really hard to look at a brother that seemed to be doing well, seemed to be kind of one of the the, the highlights in hip hop um, or, or beginning to kind of be that in New York in particular. And this kind of happened and this situation happens. It happens often in people that were looking like they were on an up and up doing some good shit. Even G Herbo, who we talked about earlier in the segment, when they kind of kind of on an up and up doing some good, something like this brings them down. And it, maybe it's self-inflicted, maybe it's not. Who knows? Uh, right now, we got to wait and see. For this kind of information to be obtained, someone told. Whether it be Takashi or not, who knows? We could speculate, yeah, that's all alleged. We assume, yeah, we speculate, yeah, but we don't know. Somebody told, though. I mean, you got to look at when he was, um, the FBI was all in his business. Of course, they're going to be in people's business around you. Like, if you're talking about, you know, um, gangs and shit shooting at each other, if they take down one, they damn sure going to be investigating another. That, that's, the, you know, that's common sense at the end of the day. So the thing is, you can't be doing no crime. Not to say that they were, but I think um, my man, uh, West Coast Cam, he made a real good point yesterday. I think a lot of people overlooked and it's the fact that they put these labels on groups of friends that could have happened to be, you know, doing whatever they're doing. They grew up together. And now they say a label because what Rico's on a couple few people conspiring. Yeah. So they could they could put a Rico, you know, on anybody really, you yeah. know, for anything that they say that they deem illegal. So, um, of course, it's not good. We set we set up an ARF trial, the same type of um, situation. They're pretty much a legend that Casanova was selling crack in New York. Same thing with ARAB, a couple more drugs they had on their sheet. But yeah, it's, um, you know, they never took the heat off of hip hop and they never will. So when you're a celebrity and you're known like that, know that they're going to pry into your business, whether it be the IRS, the FBI, and try to get something on you. Know that. Don't think that you're untouchable. Yeah. That's just it's what it is. It's a dirty game, man. Yeah. And, and they play it better than anybody else, way better than we do. And they sit back and watch us arguing bicker on social media sit back and argue yeah. and fight and laugh and all they do is obtain information they obtain every murder every situation and then eventually they get their people with some good information from some good snitches so yeah it's it's a it's a it's a cruel world man hopefully i would do you think he'll turn himself in eventually or you think he's gonna yeah, yeah i mean his lawyers will i'll run if i was in but nah <laughs> <laughs> um yeah they're probably set up with the lawyer and, um, you know, set it up like that. We should be hearing soon. Yeah. But some people may just be like, fuck it, I'm out. I'm yeah. running. But hey, we'll see. We'll see.
Yeah. That's all I got on that too, man. It's yeah, unfortunate, man. bro. Yeah, man. Very, very great artist coming out of, uh, I think, Brooklyn. That well. Shout out to Casanova. Mm-hmm. And, um, what's the best for you, man, and your team in this hard, hard time? Now, Sam, at the other day, you showed me this video of your boy, Funk Master Flex, getting his side chopped open, man. Um, what's good with that shit? It was nasty, man. I didn't even know what it was. I just seen this, like, it looked like a meat cleaver just getting stabbed into a brother's stomach. <laughs> I seen Flex. I kept turning it because it, it was too much for me. And then you see articles that Funk Flex shows or exposes himself getting liposuction and gets mm-hmm. clowned. And I'm like, yo, that's what liposuction's about? Like, Why'd they clown him? Bro, his hamburger meat was hanging out. He was getting stabbed <laughs> on IG. Look, LL said, I'm doing everything in my power not to go in on homie. Lipo on IG say, yo, Funk Flex, you let him hit you with the turkey thermometer on social media. Oh. I still love you, B. Like, what were you thinking? Like, people, social media, is it, it's a great door yeah. for people to come in and really see their celebrities the way they never have. But, mm-hmm. brother, we didn't need to know you was getting light on. We damn sure didn't need to see it. That shit made me sick. He's a celebrity. Oh, my <laughs> Lord. Nah, it's a certain place. Time and place for certain things. And um, I don't know, but you got you got the people who say that. You got the other people who probably empathize with them, done had it, or want to get it. You know what I mean? I'm sure he probably tagged the doctor who did it and shit like that. So that's some violent shit. You see how they look? Oh, man, yeah. Sunk, sunk. It, it looked crazy. And I didn't know that was the process of getting no label. So I thought it was some shit they sucked out of your mouth for butter. So I don't know. How the fuck was it that? <laughs> how they hit organs and that? I don't know. That was brutal. My, but what about the people out there that shame them? Like, dog, I mean, just get your fat ass up and run or get on a diet. Well, you know what I got a problem with? The fact that that's called shaming. No, that's motivation. Goddamn. In the 90s. In the 90s that was fucking motivation. If somebody told you to get your big ass up and run. Or get your skinny ass <laughs> yeah. up and well, fucking do some push-ups. people come after you, man. They'll be society. Man. Hey, look, I said skinny people, too. You skinny motherfuckers, you get up and do some push-ups. Bulk up. Any way you look at it, that was motivation in the 90s, and now it's called shaming. I, look, we see all these people out here training and stuff. Shout out to our man, Marty Smalls. We see him hitting the box and mints and stuff on IG training and things like that. You know what I'm saying? So, motherfuckers is getting motivated to work. But I guess if you got money, it's easier to get sliced up like fucking salami. I don't know. Damn. Yeah. That shit was disgusting. Shout out to Flex, man. I mean, you know, it's a tough break. Uh, I wouldn't have put, put that up on there, but people put a lot of dumb shit on social <laughs> media nowadays. I'm like, yo, why you got that on there? And people, and you know, even people feeding the feds, man. But oh, yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. Damn. Like bird food. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Just feeding them. What do you think about Cash, though? You think he's going to get hit up? Yeah. How long? I don't know. We, 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 what ARF do like sixteen? Or he's doing. Or uh, I don't think he's been sentenced yet, but he okay. probably got like a minimum or something like that. I hate to see that brother do any time. You know, I don't want to speculate yet. We'll let it. We'll let it draw out before I start saying or, or giving any kind of idea. But right, uh, it just don't look good when you see who's in there and, and what they're charging him with. Unless he sits on the stand, which is going to be another heavy conversation because according to his code. That is unacceptable. So no one's assuming that he's about to do anything like that. that. I doubt he's right. Me too. Yeah. So, uh, man. What if he did Takashi though? Got out in the year. And would he be able to do what Takashi's doing? It's different for brothers. But, you know, Takashi. He wouldn't be able to go back to his city like that, unfortunately. Takashi being strip clubs, New York, everywhere. But he got, obviously. Yeah, he got got paid FBI fucking (laughs) securing him. Man. How you got all those guns around you with a nun gun in a state like New York? He ain't in New York. Yeah. Did you see him throwing around strip club money with uh, Javante Davis about to knock I, his head I off? I've seen it like a two-second clip. I didn't see the part with Javante. I've seen the headline, but I didn't see it. Did Javante get that close on him? 
it didn't seem like it. Probably like from us to the for our lobby is, but he was giving our boy kind of looks. Oh yeah, gosh, he was staring. Oh, <laughs> I would be too bad the fans with me. Yeah, Javante would have knocked your fucking block off, bro. He probably got sued because these hands. That's what a police officer probably got convicted. <laughs> <laughs> well, I ain't trying to say that for Javante. Nah, nah, not for the stuff you already been into. But yeah, man, you know, that kind of is what it is. But we want to just come out here today, man, and share with you guys, man, the top hip-hop stories of the day. We're going to be right back to these interviews tomorrow, man. And we got a hot action pack lineup for this week going into next week. So stay tuned. If you're listening to the audio version, make sure that you subscribe and share this with a friend and leave a comment below as well. Indeed, man. I know Oga and I have been talking about it, but goddamn, we're going to start going live again on Fridays. Anybody used to yeah. rock with the podcast and really used to rock with us, man, they know that lives on Friday nights used to be our shit. Yeah. We could rock with the people, vibe with the people, we give you an hour's worth of work. I think whether we got our interviews or not, we're going to get to these these lives again with y'all real soon. We Friday may bring some live. special guests in, man, have a good time with y'all. And enjoy yourself. Give us some different angles and some different views and give y'all a different perspective, man. Y'all yeah. deserve it. It's been about a year. Yeah. Let's do it, bro. It's coming soon. Yeah, Friday Night Live. Get ready for that. We're going to put a nice show together for you guys and just, you know, hopefully we can have some moving cameras. We actually can. We can. We will. And do what we do, man. Definitely. Indeed, man. Salute to everybody that's listening on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, all major online outlets. Let me tell you right now, it is more important than ever that you share this content 100 yeah. percent independent over here share this content share the videos let people know to rock with the platforms hip-hop and sense podcast follow hip-hop news hip-hop news and sense you already know we in the building man got another great lineup tomorrow throughout the weekend stay tuned man sammy viral hip-hop news oh god hip-hop news together we're hip-hop uncensored podcast over and out peace